This is Tennessee Talks with United States Congressman Tim Burchett. Hey everybody, I'm Congressman Tim Burchett. I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Tennessee Talks. Today I'm joined with Mike Howe, who is the director of the Oversight Project at the Heritage Foundation. And if you don't know what the Heritage Foundation is, it's uh, loved by conservative folks and not so much by the left, which I think is probably a, a pretty good pretty good indicator of, of where we are and where you are. And Mike worked for the House, um, for the Office, excuse me, a general counsel for the Department of Homeland Security, where he's the chief legal point of conduct for all the congressional oversights and investigations. Before that, he spent nearly five years on Capitol Hill as an attorney, where he kept his sanity, obviously, but he led national security investigations into several controversies involving the Obama administration. And some of those controversies included security failures at the, at the um, Secret Service, corruption at the Department of Homeland Security's Office of the Inspector General, and the handling of overseas terrorism. Mike, it's good to have you here, and thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, great to be with you this morning. Excited to talk about some oversight. Yes, sir. Well, can you give our listeners an overview of what these um, what the oversight project is and what your goals are? Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned in my background, I'm an oversight guy. I did oversight of the Obama administration when I was on Capitol Hill, then went into the Trump administration, helped them deal with the unhinged left there. And now I'm at the Heritage Foundation. And we realized that, that if conservatives take the majorities in the House, which they, they should, and the Senate, then we're looking at two years of a ton of oversight and accountability activity. And so we were thinking to ourselves, the Heritage Foundation exists to serve the conservative movement. We know what people on Capitol Hill and the country will be focused on the next two years. It's good oversight and accountability. So how can we take this big institution with you know, hundreds of, of really smart researchers with decades of experience in different issues and all of our different you know, areas of work and point it in a direction that helps make sure this oversight uh, work on Capitol Hill is as uh, you know, good as it possibly can be? Because what needs to happen are four years of oversight in two years, because as we know, the last two years, Democrats have controlled the House and the Senate. They've done nothing. And we're living in a period of peak American corruption. Uh, I don't think it's ever been this bad in terms of the, the qual quantity of money going out the door that's that's unchecked as political favors and payouts to key constituencies. And then also just the total capture of our institutions, all the way from federal law enforcement to our election systems, all the way, you know, if you look outside government to our media and big tech. So we don't have a lot of time left in this country if we don't get it right. And so we at Heritage started this oversight project. We're conducting investigations. We're suing the pants off the Biden administration. We're winning a lot of those suits, all in an effort to get all this information out so Congress can, can do their job as, as best they possibly can do in the next two years. What do you think is um, the holdup on a lot of it? You know, it just some of these investigations just drag on into another news cycle. And I always say, and I'm guilty of this, so I say that you know Americans want their pizzas in 30 minutes or less, and that's about our attention span. How do you? It seems that you all have been very successful in doing that and moving things along and just not dragging out. Case in point, the January 6th thing—it's just dragging on and on and on. Of course, we know that they're just dragging it on to the election, so up to that point where it has the big crescendo, you know, and they have their—I um, believe it's an ABC former ABC producer helping them organize their their telebroadcast so I'm, and it doesn't seem to be in the ratings or i don't know if there's if people are more people watch the cartoon network than watch those hearings obviously so i'm wondering what is 
how do you all do that? How do you keep it moving? Right. So uh, the best example is one that kind of came to a crescendo today, Wednesday, as we're, we're filming this. Uh, and we basically released an email. It's playing on Fox News right now. Uh, where Secretary of Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security, we have proof that he knew that the illegal aliens down in Del Rio were not whipped by border agents. This is an incident that happened, you know, over a year ago. And this right. email that we found went to Secretary of Mayorkas right before he stood up in a microphone and then uh, denounced the United States and threw these agents under the bus. So we got him dead to rights that he knew he was lying to the American people. But, you know, we're talking a year out after the incident. So to be able to do oversight like this, it's not always fun and glamorous. It means you are sending document requests. It means you are suing when you do not get them. It means you are arguing with liberal attorneys all day long. It means you are sitting there pouring through documents, trying to make sense of what you have. All for this, you know, moment that's months and months out that where you put an email out or a document out that shows what you thought, you know, happened and furthers the conversation and informs the American people. So it's unglamorous work for, you know, the 95% of the way. And that's why I think Congress traditionally hasn't, you know, been able to see a lot of these investigations through and beyond those news, news cycles. The January 6th committee is a bit of a different story because these, you know, leftists are rapidly obsessed with this narrative and their hatred of Trump. So they would do this, you know, for fun and, you know, for free if, if they possibly could. And let's keep in mind what January 6th investigation is all about on Capitol Hill. It's all about making sure that anyone questions any of the election systems or integrity is basically faced with criminal prosecution and, and publicly dragged through the mud. They're doing all of this so that whatever happens in the next election, if you dare make a, a peep about the fact that mail-in ballots are going out unchecked left and right, that Democrat strategists are going out and collecting them, and that may result in lack of integrity of the election, well, you know, the threat is you're going to be the next January 6th committee hearing room with your face plastered all over TV, kicked off your banking institutions, kicked off your social media platforms, made a public enemy, your neighbors are going to hate you. That's what the committee is kind of about. It's not embarrassing using the force of power. It's a tool for, you know, vengeance and revenge. It's evil. It's terrible. And hopefully uh, conservatives on the Hill realize what this committee was all about and get ready to turn turn the tools that they developed against the left next year. Maybe the voters will as well. Um, you know, government transparency is something we talk about um, in accountability. And I touch on that, why it's so important. And when a government is not held accountable for its actions, what happens? Yeah, absolutely. We, we've seen exactly what's happened over the last few years. And even, you know, longer term, Congress has given away so much of its power to the executive branch. And, and we live basically by omnibus funding and, and CR funding where the executive branch just continues unaffected by any accountability. And, and so we need to change that in next Congress. It needs to be that we are not writing blank checks and that every single program and activity of the executive branch is tied to accountability. For example, when we look at, you know, we'll stick with the Department of Homeland Security example. When they come asking for funding, it needs to be tied to the oversight efforts, which show, hey, you opened the border on purpose because this, this administration is being run by globalists, George Soros, uh, acolytes, you know, all of these people who want to see the destruction of American sovereignty in an open border. And, and so we do not write a check for them to do that. Uh, when it comes to, you know, illegal aliens being moved throughout the interior into places like Tennessee, all the way to Washington, D.C., where I am, and, you know, across the country, we do not write the checks for those flights. And we only can make that case if we have strong oversight that leads to accountability where the checks stop coming. And, and further than that, we need, you know, accountability just beyond the, the funding streams. The American people need to know the fraud that's being uh, placed, you know, performed upon them. 
We've had trillions of dollars go out the door the last couple of years. That's basically are just payouts and wealth transfers to leftist donor groups, whether it's green energy, a lot of these woke infrastructure projects, whether it's to corruption, you know, foreign and overseas. Uh, a lot of the Ukraine funding, we still do not know where it's going. And all this is just a way to for the left to whittle down American sovereignty and strength. And it's also ushering in on the domestic side, a lot of degeneracy and decay. Look at their priorities on the domestic side. It's about basically what I consider to be child abuse uh, with, you know, the chemical castration of children being one of their top policy priorities. Uh, it's the over-racialization of every aspect of our life and just demonizing certain racial groups to, to pit against another. This is the agenda they're pushing. Uh, and it's decay. It's perverted in a lot of ways. And, and we got to shut it down through accountability. It's our only chance. And we only have a limited time to do it. Well, let me ask you, what, are, what do you think are some of the most notable things that this that the Biden administration has done that have not been transparent. I could name a few myself, I'm sure, but you go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Where to start? So I think the origin story, how they got to the White House is a very questionable event in American history. Look at the uh, interference in the election by our you know, own Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Investigation, going back to Trump's first election and then even in the second by sitting on the Hunter Biden information and continuing to put out fake news about, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop being foreign election misinterference. Their origin story is one of corruption and election interference, not to mention changing all the election rules and laws overnight by judicial fiat and using COVID as a pretense to get into the White House. So this is an administration born in corruption. And then you move forward. The first thing that they do is completely open the border. I worked at Homeland Security and what we put in the strongest border security policies in American history. They went in and methodically undid every single one of them, even though they were warned this would result in invasion into the United States. And they did it because they think it politically helps them accelerate demographic change in this country to further their political ends. That, to me, is the most the, the biggest betrayal of the duty of the president of the United States of American history to give up sovereign sovereignty and, and border integrity for a political purpose and design. It's it is unthinkable. It's it's worse than anything they accused Donald Trump of times a million to purposely do something like that. And then you go through Afghanistan, the the rushed and botched withdrawal, which has embarrassed us on the world stage. And then you limp yeah. into this Ukraine crisis where everyone in the world knows we have a putz in the White House who's, you know, incapable of leading this country. And he leaves the door wide open to the mess that, you know, Putin was able to take advantage of. And then you look at all the trillions of dollars. I mean, look look at the White House right now. You have a bunch of crony lobbyists who've come in who try to exempt themselves from oversight by working out of the White House, who basically have cabinet secretaries working for them, who their sole job is to dole out the trillions of dollars Congress has appropriated for these massive bills. It's just money being taken from people in Tennessee and around the country, being given to coastal elites to reward their friends out in the green energy and the you know racial Marxist community, wherever. We're being robbed blind, and it's causing inflation to go through the roof as well. You know, it's funny you say that. I the uh, the transportation infrastructure bill, which we we worked on and worked on, and we spent 16 hours in what we call a markup. You know, and that's just going through the bill and adding amendments, taking off amendments, whatever. And it went pretty much partisan uh, the whole way through. And then um, after 16 hours, they passed the bill out. The bill wasn't it wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't it was horrible, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And then they took that bill to Speaker Pelosi's office with the lobbyist, rewrote the entire bill, no input from Congress. The bill was sent to the floor and voted on. And that's what we were expected to vote on. And, you know, you would think there'd be some 
outrage of that. I mean, it just seems the media, the national media is just hand in glove with this administration. Regarding, it's basically their hatred of Trump is going to, it will, will, excuse the, 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 the cliche, but it will trump anything else. And so that they will, um, they have to validate this president that everything he does is correct because everything Trump did was wrong, according to them, and they hate his guts. So, you know, we get this garbage that's probably less than 15% actually was infrastructure related. It was mostly a bunch of woke, bizarro world uh, policies and theories, and, and, and it's just stealing money is what it was, billions upon billions of dollars. And, um, and to me, that is just inexcusable. I don't have much faith in our national media, but that pretty much sealed it right there. You know, we, we uh, recently, the Republicans unveiled our commitment to America plan, and it's built on four pillars. Um, one of those was increasing government accountability. What, are, what do you think are some things we can do in Congress, in this next Congress, to uh, keep the Biden administration accountable to the American people? Right. So I think the first change is basically, it sounds simple, but it's prioritizing oversight. I know a lot of people who've been in the minority for a few years are very excited to get back to bill writing and authorizing language. But I think we all need to accept that Biden's not signing anything that's good. And no. so attention needs to shift towards investigations and oversight. And like I said earlier, this isn't always glamorous and fun work. It's probably not why a lot of people ran for Congress uh, to come and do this kind of long-term investigative work. Uh, but it's where the resources need to go. And that includes staffing out these committees with real seasoned investigators. One of the really fortunate things for us is there are thousands or, you know, maybe hundreds of people who held jobs in the administration defending against, you know, the unhinged leftist onslaughts of the Trump administration. They know the tools of oversight and what these battles look like. It's time to bring in a lot of people with these, you know, skill sets to the Hill to turn them against the, the Biden administration, help support the committee work. And, I, and the committee work, I think, needs to put the investigations and accountability before the funding and the money. And, and so basically, uh, these hearings need to go out the existential topics. I'm not talking about peacetime oversight ventures where we're bringing in some, you know, IG talking about some program out in, you know, a field in Kansas or something like that. I'm talking about the things that fundamentally are threats to our republic, which if we can't get past, we might not have them overrun. I'm talking about our, our global health infrastructure, which is used to politically just basically steal American sovereignty and, and put control in the hands of the World Economic Forum and, and Bill Gates. I'm talking about things like our education system being used as a massive grooming venture to put this you know, radical transgender ideology in the brains of all of our youth and to ruin the next generation of America. I'm talking about our election systems and making sure we actually can have free and fair elections in this country. I'm talking about things like the corruption of the Biden family, which only is paralleled probably in history by the Clintons in terms of, of their corruption. A lot can be said that the Bidens tried to replicate what the Clintons did, except, you know, Hunter was a much different character in that. And he needs to be front and center because the Biden family made tens of millions of dollars on a pay to play scheme. And uh, we're too busy talking about whether, you know, uh, we should be sensitive about a, you know, someone who had a crack cocaine problem. No, we should be insensitive about the fact that tens of millions of dollars were basically used in a fraudulent, corrupt scheme to basically dole out favors that President Biden's now, you know, cashing in in the White House in plain sight. Uh, and so those things really need to be front and center. We can't be scared to talk about these things. Uh, and so it's just putting in the hard work. It's making sure that these hearings are, you know, not, not times for speechifying. They're times where you have witnesses uh, who have a legal duty and obligation to tell the truth. And if not, they get charged with perjury. 
to develop a record and to move it forward in that way. And if they, you know, do not tell the truth, they're not forthcoming. They need to be treated exactly as the January 6th committee and Pelosi have treated people like Steve Bannon, who they're arresting at airports. Uh, it's time to turn those tools against them. And, and you know, it's got to happen day one. Yeah, in Tennessee, you know, we had a, um, a pro-life person who was arrested in the morning, you know, in front of his kids. Uh, they sent 20 FBI agents in there, and I just, um, it just turns my stomach because, you know, they could have, how do they handle Democrats when they arrest them if they ever do? They call their attorney and say, hey, have your guy turn himself in. That's all they had to do. But no, they had to go in 20 strong, you know, and doing this stuff. And I, I don't blame those agents that are there. They're doing their job. They're what they're told to do. But the system is corrupt. Our justice, just like the Obama administration turned the IRS, uh, weaponized it. This administration has really weaponized, I think, the Justice Department against conservatives and conservative causes. And, and it's just, it, it's, it's scary is what it is to me as, a, as an American. And, you know, my parents were World War II veterans and, and uh, uh, daddy fought in the war and mama actually flew an airplane. I mean, they, were, they had some serious dedication to this country. And, and uh, I just see their America being destroyed from from within and it's just rotten to the core and one thing i when you were talking about oversight um it wasn't in my notes but i was i'm really delighted that um that soon to be speaker mccarthy put put uh my friend jim jordan um in the position to where he will be the uh the chairman of the judiciary committee that committee will be on fire and they will be turning there will not be a stone unturned I foresee, but just because of their inquisitive nature and the intellect that they that they have on that committee, I, I'm I'm delighted about that, um, as I'm sure you all are. Uh, the worst part of this show is the the, um, the 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 guest favorite part is where you get to ask me a question. Is there anything that you'd like to ask me a question about? And I'll sure. I'll try to answer it in in a manner that's uh, family friendly. All right. Well, let's keep on the oversight topic. Why don't we? All right. Let's okay. fast forward hypothetically where the new Congress is being sworn in. You're in the majority. You got one subpoena to send out of the gate. Who's getting it and what's it for? Man, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, my orcas, I'm, I'm, uh, this border situation and, and what's going on with Homeland Security, I think is uh is definitely where it's at. I think we've, um, uh, I think we risk the sovereignty of our nation because of his, he's an activist. He's not a, um, you know, he, he's not there for anything other than, than political activism. And I'm, I'm worried that he is, um, he is a, a deep state rat. And the only thing I can think of, and I, the more and more I hear about this character, the less and less I like him. And uh, because this president is just, um, I don't know if unhinged or if just cognizant, his cognizant level is, is, is so, so minuscule that, that he, he can't completely the thought because that's, that's where we're at with him. It's just these, it's, you know, it, it, you see the blurbs and sometimes you think, gosh, was that, was that something that was doctored? I mean, you know, I had an incident where I talked to him and it was literally, it, I told somebody I went from anger to pity because of uh, um, just the fact that I know that he is not with it mentally 
and that's who's at the helm of this of our great nation. And it's mainly because really 20 million uh, so-called conservatives stayed home. And that's, you know, we get, we're going to have a Supreme Court justice they put, put in, they'll be in there for 30 years. Um, you're going to see more of this type of raids on people's houses. And it's just, um, to me, it's, uh, it's just never ending. And I sure hope people are aware of that this election cycle, because they're not, we're, we, we will lose our country. I, I, I fear that. I fear that they, uh, they have a plan and the plan is total destruction. You know, when Biden said during the debate, he was debating Bernie or somebody, I've, I've seen it multiple times, uh, where he said, you know, I'm going to raise gas to seven, eight dollars a gallon. We're going to drive. Them. And that's it's exactly, you know, no thought to American jobs, no thought to uh, our sovereignty or our ability to control what's within our borders. He basically just threw it over to to our enemies. And he's continuously done that. And um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit because a lot of that's on my heart. I just I really worry about where we're going and and um, and people are just staying home on this election cycle it scares me to death. brother. It really does. Uh, mm -hmm. But I appreciate y'all at Heritage. Hey, tell me something. This isn't in my notes either, but if people want to get more informed and follow you all, where would they where would be the best place just to, to go to? Yeah, so absolutely. Our, our website's heritage.org, heritage.org slash oversight, if you want to learn more about this project in particular. But, you know, the Twitter feed at Heritage is where a lot of, you know, our information is put out. We've sent over, you know, 300 FOIAs. We're in active litigation on 10 of them. We're hoping for that number to get to the triple digits over the next couple of years. We're going to be in court regularly with the Biden administration to help squeeze this information out. So a lot of news will, will be coming from us. Well, I'm glad you what you do, and you all rate everybody with these scores. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I never check them, and then I'm always pleased when somebody tells me my score somewhere. And I was at an event <laughs> the other night, and some guy yelled out, "His heritage score is, you know, ninety something." And I was like, you know, because I don't, I don't want to check it. I just, you know, I just want to. Uh, I hope at the end that uh, what I do is 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 good in in the people's eyes so that's a that's a that's a really good endorsement even though it's not an endorsement it just allows people to see how their congressman votes well mike I, thank you so much we could go on for for a long time on this i'm i'm really fired up about what's going on right now and i want to thank you and the folks at heritage y'all do a wonderful job and of course this government transparency it's it's a ever-increasing important issue it always is from the state to the federal uh, local level, it's all, um, man, we just, we do need more transparency. And we used to have a media in this country that was concerned with that. And unfortunately we don't anymore, especially with what's going on right now. And I appreciate everything you're doing to keep our government accountable. And I'm glad you're able to take the time to join me here today. I'm, um, I'm sorry we're not in real life. Of course, I'm here in God's country and you're, you're elsewhere right today. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, hey, I want to thank you for coming on, and I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, I'm Congressman Tim Burchett, and uh, this has been another episode of Tennessee Talks. Again, thank you all for sending me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tennessee Talks. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Keep up with Congressman Burchett by following Rep. Tim Burchett on Twitter and Instagram, and Congressman Tim Burchett on Facebook and YouTube.